When it comes to hail insurance, Ag Country Farm Credit Services brings more to the table. If you're looking for answers on hail insurance, look to our entire team of experts to provide a complete multi-peril and hail risk analysis today. We can tailor a production hail plan with you that reviews the financial risk of your operation and look for ways to capture opportunities that benefit you. Don't let hail affect your future growth. Visit with our team of experts today at Egg Country Farm Credit Services. Hi, I'm Gibby the Goldfish. Gibson's Watercare Spring Sales event is going on right now. Pay only $9.99 for three months on softener or filtering unit for residential use. Or take advantage of a standard install for only $99. Save big, save now. Contact my water experts at Gibson's Water Care in April for a free home analysis. Locally owned, American-made products. Gibson's Water The Stratford Homes team invites you to their annual Spring Open House on Saturday, April 27th in Stratford from 9 to 3. Breathtaking model homes on display, guided modular factory tours, local independent builders on hand throughout the day, and home building seminars with a $1,000 discount offered to only registered seminar attendees. Call 800-448-1524 to reserve your seat. Check out the Stratford Homes Spring Open House on Saturday, April 27th from 9 to 3 on Highway 97 in Stratford. Now this is living. a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Scott with you, continuing with the morning chores. Plenty to get done, but I'm going to talk about the weather a little bit. 49 here in Eau Claire, La Crosse, 65. Marshfield has 47. Green Bay is at 44. Rice Lake, 46. Madison at 59. Milwaukee at 52. And up on Iman Ridge, my weather reporter there says it's 56 degrees. We can look for some rain, uh, up to an inch in some areas, actually, as the day goes on with some afternoon thunderstorms possible. Chances for rain continue into the night, but should clear later in the night. The weather should be pleasant through most of the week starting tomorrow. Today we're looking at a high of 53 with a low of 38 Tuesday, a high of 61 with a low of 36. And Wednesday, a high of 69 with a low of 46. That weather brought to you by Osseoplastics and Supply. Unlock the potential of your outdoor world at your locally owned Cub Cadet dealer. Countryside Cooperative with innovative zero-turn mowers, lawn tractors, utility vehicles, and professional products. Every Cub Cadet machine is engineered with you in mind. Stop by your open house on April 26th and 27th starting at 9 a.m. and test drive the 2019 UTVs and the XT Enduro Series lawn tractors. On April 27th, we'll have a lawn care seminar from brown to green by one of our expert agronomists. Countryside Cooperative, your local Cub Cadet dealer. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Sweet and Smoky Steak and Guac Signature Wrap. How would you like it? I'll take my ex-girlfriend, just checking in. Aw. Hey, David, it's me, just checking in. I'm doing great. Just got the new Sweet and Smoky Steak and Guac Signature Wrap from Subway. Creamy guacamole, smoky sweet wajillo mesquite sauce, and double the tender steak. They just know what I want before I do. So, yeah, things are going pretty great for me. Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Double meat based on average six-inch sub. Okay, bye. a.m. actually. Scott doing morning chores. Let's have a look at those morning markets. On the cash livestock side, the fed beef steers are at 120 to 129 with mixed selling 94 to 119. 
Fed beef heifers are at 120 to 128 and a half with mixed 80 to 119. Fed Holstein steers 86 to 98 and three quarters with select and choice 60 to 85. Cows are at 49 to 57 with the top selling 58 to 65. Bulls are at 55 to 88. Butcher hogs are 50 and down. Lightweight sows are 41 to 43 with the heavies 43 to 45. Boars are 14 and down. Shorn and unshorn market lambs are 120 to 152, and feeder lambs are at 1 to 170. On the cattle futures, electronic livestock cattle, uh, the uh, live cattle trade for April, uh, they're at 128.52, up 160. June, 122.67, up one up 30 cents, rather. August, 119.75, up 20. And October is at 120.10. That's down a dime. Feeder cattle for May are at 151.52, up 92 cents. Uh, August, 160.67, up 22. September, 162.07, up 22. October, 162.40, up 37. And November, 162.17, up a quarter. Lean hogs for May are selling That's up 127. June is at 96.75, up 62 cents. July, 155. That's down 7 cents. And August is at 101.77. That's up 2. A first look at the dairy uh, side of things. Barrels of cheese are at 151.5, that's down 7.5. 40-pound blocks, 166 and 3 quarters, down a half. Grade AA butter, 228 and a quarter, up a quarter. And the Class 3 futures, April is at 1592, unchanged. May, 1569, unchanged. June is at 1595, up 7. And July, 1619, up 8. August is at 1642, up 5. And those prices look to be up through the rest of 2019. Those markets brought to you by... The Farm News is being brought to you by Strong Microbials. For peace of mind on crop preservation, count on Strong Microbials. Family owned and founded by microbiologists right here in Wisconsin. Their super sile forage and silage inoculants deliver a fast pH drop and great numbers for liquid protein and estimated milk. Strong Microbial Super Sile products are premium inoculants at a low fair price. Strong Microbials is a friend of farmers, so go to strongmicrobials.com or call Strong Microbials at 844-696-4276. That's 844-696-4276. Old roof, storm damage. You should call MLS Enterprise today. 715-279-4007. Call MLS Enterprise today at 715-279-4007 for your free estimate. The MLS team treats your roof like their own roof. They offer the best quality roofs at an affordable price. Great relationships with qualified lenders. Finance loans of a year to 10 years. The quality you need without having to go over your budget. Asphalt or steel roofing is available. Fully insured and licensed with a 50-year transferable warranty. It's time to call MLS Enterprise. 715-279-4007. From Pepin to New Richmond and the surrounding areas. Call now for your free estimate. MLS Enterprise. 
715-279-4007. One more time, call MLS Enterprise today for a free quote. 715-279-4007. Do you like making a difference in your community? Local schools across Wisconsin are experiencing a critical shortage of substitute teachers, teacher aides, and other support positions within their classrooms. These positions offer flexible hours and allow for a rewarding experience. EduStaff is seeking candidates for immediate employment within their partnering schools. Visit edustaff.org. That's edustaff.org to apply today. Support your community. Make a difference. Apply today. With more than 6,000 hotels across the country, a great hotel by Wyndham is closer than you think. Book direct at WyndhamHotels.com. Moving ahead with morning tours here at Wax 104.5 at 5.11 a.m. Bob talked with Dr. Dan Undersander, our University of Wisconsin uh, forage specialist the other day, and they talked a lot about stand assessment of alfalfa. And uh, Dan got into the density of plants actually in those stands. Let's hear that report. Again, this morning on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, Dr. Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, is with us. And again, we talk about stand assessments. Last week, Dan talked about taking care of those low spots. Dan, what about assessing the rest of the field? What should we be looking for? Well, one of the things we really should pay attention to, Bob, is what is the density of stems in the rest of the field. What we can see is that as the stands green up, uh, two things happen. Uh, The first thing is uh, plants may be alive, uh, but the buds that were put down in the fall were killed. So you see a few stems coming up, and you wonder whether or not it's worth keeping. Those plants will fill in as the summer goes on, or for second cutting. Uh, in fact, what we'll see is towards the end of the growing season for first cutting, you'll see a height differential. Uh, the stuff that developed from buds this spring will be three or four inch shorter than the rest of the field. Uh, the good news is it will recover. It will yield well after first cutting, uh, though you will see some yield reduction on first cutting. Uh, a more difficult thing is to look at the field as a whole and decide whether or not I should keep this field. And as those stems have filled out, I encourage you to uh, look at the fields and to assess, do you have at least 40 stems coming up per square foot over most of the field? Our optimum for high alfalfa yield is 55 At 40 stems per square foot, we'll suffer about a 25% yield reduction, but it may still be worth keeping, especially this year if we've had a lot of injury and when milk prices are low and stuff like that. So look for 40. On the other hand, as you walk through your field, if you see that you have less than 40 stems per square foot, then I think you very honestly need to ask yourself whether you should be keeping that or whether you should be planting uh, corn or something like that in that field and reseeding some alfalfa elsewhere. Once we go below 40, we quickly get down to where yields would be 50 or 60% of what would be an option, and then it's really not economical to keep those fields as compared to reestablishing some new fields that will be higher yielding. Um, As the stands are greening up this spring, before you can really do a stem count, you can dig a few 
plants. You can look for the root health. If the roots are turgid like a potato, those plants are alive and, and will continue to grow from that point. And then, again, watch for the number of, of uh, plants per square foot. We'd like about six. Uh, and then watch for the stem count. We'd like 40 or more stems per square foot. I think by uh, really giving our fields a critical examination, we can honestly tell where we are and then uh, decide the best approach for managing those fields the rest of the year. Good update. Assessing those alfalfa stands with Dan Undersander, our state forage specialist, on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program. Country Jam 2019 is going to rock with Chris Cruzy. Plus headliners Keith Urban, Toby Keith, and Jake Owen. Country Jam, sponsored in part by Senex and hometown Chevy dealers, July 18th through the 20th in Eau Claire. With our hometown favorite and the voice finalist, Chris Cruzy. Party with Chris Cruzy Wednesday night and again on the main stage Friday. Go to countryjamwi.com for tickets and camping. Three incredible days, 30 years in the making. Country Jam USA. Quarter after five here at Wax 104.5. Get rolling. It's time for George, folks. Uh, look at some of the morning farm news. The World Trade Organization Dispute Settlement Panel has found that China has administered its tariff rate quotas for wheat, corn, and rice inconsistently with its WTO commitments. U.S. Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue and Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer said that contrary to those commitments, China's tariff rate quota administration is not transparent, predictable, or fair, and it ultimately inhibits TRQs from filling denying U.S. farmers access to China's market for grain. They said the panel's report is the second significant victory for U.S. agriculture this year, and together with the victory against China's excessive domestic support for grains, that it should help American farmers complete on a more level playing field. And the USDA's Farm Service Agency has announced that February 2019 income over feed cost margin was at 8.22 per hundredweight, triggering a second payment for dairy producers who purchased the appropriate level of coverage under the new but yet to be established dairy margin coverage program. The DMC, which replaces the margin protection program for dairy, is a voluntary risk management program for dairy producers, and it was authorized by the 2018 Farm Bill. And we talked a little bit about trade there. Trade really hits home here in the Chippewa Valley in a way that we don't think about a lot. I talked with one of the folks that it hit, hit hard. Again this morning on our next Grow Alfalfa Update program, Dr. Dan Anderson. Back at it after a three-day weekend for traders down in Chicago. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. You know, our markets have been revolving a lot lately about uh, any whisper of progress in our trade talks with China. Now we're engaging with Japan. There's conversation about the European Union. But what does this all mean to Wisconsin agriculture? Boy, Bob, it depends what commodity you're looking at. You bet it does, Pam. Bob Bosel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And no matter what commodity you're exporting, there are challenges. One of those companies in the Chippewa Valley is Chippewa Valley Bean in the Menominee area, and they're the leading exporter of dark red kidney beans, those chili beans. 
and they're the largest grower and handler. And uh, recently, the Pepin County Farm Management Club took a tour out there, and our Scott Schultz followed along, and he had a chance to talk to Charles Waxmuth at Chippewa Valley Bean about these trade deals or lack thereof, export tariffs and import tariffs, how everything is up in the air as far as trade is concerned. And Scott asked Charles about how those issues are affecting Chippewa Valley Bean. Well, of course, I can really only speak to the dry bean industry and kidney beans specifically, but there is a lot happening with the trade world right now. Uh, edible beans are still under a 25% tariff in the European Union, and that was in response to the steel and aluminum tariffs. We have the same thing going into the developing market of China, much like soybeans, but where all pulses, peas, beans, lentils, and chickpeas, are under a 25% tariff there. And then if you look at our second largest market in Japan, um, our largest Asian market, which is Japan, um, with the with the United States pulling out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership, we are now at a trade disadvantage to our neighbors to the north. So it is messy. What are you hearing? Are you hearing anything when things are going to break? Unfortunately not. Everything is up in the air. The one um, bright spot we have is it looks like the current administration will start bilateral trade agreements with the Japanese very soon. But unfortunately, that will be stalled until uh, NAFTA number two or what's going on with Mexico and Canada may or may not get through the U.S. Congress. And that any bilateral trade deal with Japan also would need uh, confirmation in Congress too or not? Of course. Every bilateral or multilateral uh, trade agreement does need the two major houses of the Congress plus the presidential agreement to make it happen. That's why they're were, they were very, very difficult to get through. Normally, though, when you see a trade agreement, ag wins. Agriculture is won on every bilateral or multinational trade agreement I've ever seen. When, um, when our agreement with Colombia went through, that opened up our market big. When um, DR CAFTA went through, boy, did people sell pintos into the the Caribbean. And so anytime we see a, a deal go south or a, a deal go sour, it really does hurt ag. And speaking of south, how big is the Mexican market for you? Actually, for us, it's not. The Mexicans do not like the dark red kidney bean, unfortunately. For the rest of the bean industry, the, for those guys growing pintos and black beans, um, it is a major deal. In the new negotiation, um, they stayed about the same but there is some hesitancy and um, some hand-wringing because Mexico is the largest trading partner for two of the largest bean classes in the United States. In China, anything uh, with that market for you folks? Interestingly enough, if you go back five years, China was our largest competitor. But they started to eat the kidney beans they produced. And it's a numbers game in China. I mean, if a few people eat kidney beans, a few people in China is a lot more than a few people here in the United States. And so as their production has gone down so they can produce more corn and soy, it's, it's suppressed their kidney bean growth. And you add that with domestic consumption. And our largest competitor a few years ago is going to be a net importer in the next few years. What kind of influence can you bring to the administration? How can you reach them? Obviously, when you say beans in the U.S., everybody's minds go right to the soybean world. And you don't think about red kidney beans, dark red kidney beans. Do you have any muscle that way? 
We've worked very closely with our elected representatives here in the state of Wisconsin, and um, I can't even tell you how much their offices have done to help. It's been great. One thing you may not realize is that edible beans are produced in 27 or is it 37 different states in the nation? So everybody that's producing uh, dry edible bean, Pintos, Great Northerns, Navies, we're all putting pressure on elected uh, representatives, and unfortunately it has not had the effect we've wanted. I'm guessing in those cases the elected representatives are moving something, trying to move something, but it has to get at this point maybe to the administration. The person that's making the final decision on this is the president, and he has very strong ideals on trade, and I don't think anybody can move him from his own ideas. How can we get that message through to them? Any ideas? As agriculture, we all need, whether you're in dairy, corn, soy, or kidney beans, to continue to put pressure, to continue to talk to Tammy Baldwin, to continue to talk to Ron Johnson, to continue to talk to your congressman, and even send letters to the governor's office and our uh, Department of Agriculture here. Anything we can do to just keep the pressure on is a good thing. How about the domestic market? Is the domestic market holding out for you? You mentioned an inter the interesting thing with China. Their population's a little bit different than ours, but... They're eating their beans there, and it's uh, changing their industry a little bit. How about here in the U.S.? We're seeing a change in the industry in the United States as, as younger shoppers stay away from some of the inside aisles of the grocery store where most canned beans and packaged beans are. That being said, there is an increase in consumption, a small increase every year, and we're seeing more interest in alternate products. Um, things that contain beans as an ingredient, bean chips, hummus, all those things, are they're a new opportunity. That's an interesting thought. That's, that middle of the aisle isn't where, the middle of the store isn't where your beans are necessarily found. Well, no, and if you look at the way specifically millennials are shopping now it's the exterior it's uh fresh produce deli dairy and what else and and oftentimes uh baked goods and so what can we do to let everybody know that whether it's a can of kidney beans or frozen sweet corn from wisconsin that that is actually packed at the height of freshness and is oftentimes as fresh if not fresher than the stuff coming from other parts of the United States or other countries. How did this year's run go for you? What, what do you have out there in the processing areas so far? Um, this year was a good year. We handled more beans than we ever had before, and we hope to continue to grow. There is such a huge value for dark red kidney beans in the world. Number one, there's a good value to the grower. Number two, there's a good value to the soil. And number three, there's a great value to the consumer, and they're getting a low price, high nutritionally dense product. How many acres are you growing here, right here at uh, Chippewa Bean this year? Chippewa Valley Bean Done Limited, which is our farming partner, handles about 3,000 acres of kidney beans per year. Um, your listeners may have known that we've been advertising pretty heavily on wax for new growers, so I want to put a plug in that we're always looking for new growers in Wisconsin. Um, so if you have interest, please give us a call or visit our website at cvbean.com. There's a market out there. There's good value to the growers. Come find us. And by the way, that 3,000 acres is a good chunk of what's grown nationally, I understand. What, what percentage? How many acres are there growing nationally? 
Um, in the United States, kidney beans, I think, are breaking 70,000 acres. The most of that is actually in Minnesota, but we see real opportunities for growers in Wisconsin to do it. Um, one thing is Chippewa Valley Bean. We'd like to expand our growing region across more east to west range because as climate is getting more severe, dries are getting more dry, wets are getting more wet, it helps us to secure our supply, making sure that one or two major weather events don't affect our whole crop. Thanks so much for your time, Charles. That's Charles Rocksmith with Chippewa Valley Bean. He's the marketing director here and has his work cut out for him where trade's concerned. Heading into Easter weekend when Congress takes a two-week Easter break, no actions have been taken internationally on trade by Congress or, for that matter, the Trump administration, especially where Japan is concerned. Talks are continuing, however, with China. Though this past week, the reports came out that the Chinese ambassador to Brazil told a group of Brazilian soybean officials that they shouldn't worry about losing significant gains they've seen in their exports to China, even if the U.S. and China do sign a new trade agreement. He told them Brazil could be shipping more meat exports to China in the future following high-level talks between the two countries next month, and the Chinese are in the process of adding up to 78 Brazilian meats to their list of those already okayed for shipments of meat to China. And on the other side of the pond, the European Union officials have reportedly given their approval to move ahead with trade negotiations with the United States. The two sides have been at odds over trade because of threats of imposing tariffs because of a 14-year-old disagreement over aviation issues. A lot going on out there in the trade world, and the talks are continuing. And in the meantime, Chippewa Valley Bean and Charles Rocksmith are staying the course and trying to get their message message out that trade is a big part of their world. And I'm Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn. Trade certainly is a big thing when speaking of trade on a local level, we'll be hearing from Rocky over at Premier Livestock after these messages. Christensen Sales is having an auction on Thursday, April 25th at 11 a.m. The auction will be at the farm owned by Daniel and Ella Marie Martin, W7925, State Highway 29, with E. Included in the sale is 54 head of high-grade dairy cattle, machinery like a diesel tractor, haybine and chopper, and feed, including alfalfa bales, clover, and grass. From Thorpe, head four miles east on Highway 29. Parking in the yard is available. No parking on Highway 29. For more information, call Christensen Sales, 715-223-6345. Old roof, storm damage. You should call MLS Enterprise today. 715-279-4007. Call MLS Enterprise today at 715-279-4007 for your free estimate. The MLS team treats your roof like their own roof. They offer the best quality roofs at an affordable price. Great relationships with qualified lenders. Finance loans of a year to 10 years. The quality you need without having to go over your budget. Asphalt or steel roofing is available. Fully insured and licensed with a 50-year transferable warranty. It's time to call MLS Enterprise. 715-279-4007. From Pepin to New Richmond and the surrounding areas. Call now for your free estimate. MLS Enterprise. 715-279-4007. One more time. Call MLS Enterprise today for a free quote. 715-279-4007. 
It's 5.30 here at Wax 104.5. I've got Rocky on the phone from Premier Life. Scott, good morning, Rocky. Hey, good morning, Scott. Did you get some garden work done over the weekend? We got a little garden work done, made the wife happy. The kids are playing in the sprinklers. Man, it felt good. You didn't jump in the sprinkler, though, huh? I did. Uh, no, I did not. Yeah, we flew some kites over the weekend, my wife and I, and got some yeah. other chores around the farmyard done. But, yeah, sometimes you just got to be a kid, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. So, yep. Nice to have some good weather. Absolutely. Tell us what's going on over at your market, Rocky. Uh, thank you, Scott. Good morning, everyone. This is uh, last week shaped up at Premier Livestock. We did sell over 2,700 head of livestock on the fed cattle, high choice and prime Holstein steers, 87 to 90. Select and low choice Holstein, 74 to 86. Choice beef steers and heifers, 112 to 124. Market cows high yielding, 54 to 65, with most cows 42 to 53. Market bulls high yielding, 75 to 85. Lower yielding, 65 and down. Organic market cows high yielding, 68 to 78. Lower yielding. 42 to 67. Newborn Holstein bull calves steady to strong. Most bull calves selling 75 to 165 dollars per head. Very good demand. Uh, beef calves 150 to 350. Holstein heifer calves 20 to 95. Uh, on our dairy sale last Wednesday, we had an exceptional run of high quality cattle. Uh, most of these coming out of one dispersal, but top fresh cows 1750 to 2000. Top spring and heifers off that herd 12 to 1500. Like I said, exceptional cattle all day last Wednesday. Wednesday. Big week this week at Premier Tuesday. Special feeder cattle bred beef cow auction. Two beef herds already consigned. All them being Angus expecting six to seven hundred head of feeder cattle. Wednesday we got three herd dispersals. Top quality cows once again. Herd number one sixty. Fancy Holstein tie stall cows. Eighty five pound tank average. One fifty cell count. Thirty five years of AI breeding. They're coming from Ron Kennel out of Elmwood, Wisconsin. Herd two one hundred and forty Holstein parlor free stall cows. Mostly all second first. First and second calves, 75-pound tank average, 150 cell count. Very young, fancy herd. They're coming out of Bloomfield, Iowa. we got another herd of tie stall cows. Free pie and ice cream Wednesday for everybody. Uh, then this Friday, we're going to have a special monthly dairy heifer auction. We didn't have it last Friday because of the good Friday holiday. So we moved it into this week. And we also have a customer appreciation days. We're going to have a free chicken barbecue for everybody. Uh, we got a feature consignment herd. we got 75 fancy Holstein dairy cows. Cows. They're going to be averaging in the 90s, where you got lots and lots of cows milking into the hundreds, 40 years of AI breeding, top-notch herd there. We're going to have a catalog on them. We'll probably get that posted on our website today. But if you're looking for excellent cows, if you're looking for lots of excellent heifers, you want to see us this Friday, 11 o'clock a.m. Questions, call us at Premier 715-229-2500. Check our website. we got lots of pictures of this Wednesday's cows, this Friday's cows. Uh, that'll be a Premier Livestock and auctions.com also don't forget we got our machinery auction coming up and that is going to be may 1st we are still taking consignments for that auction uh if you want to bring them so that's the way it shaped up scott thank you so much rocky and what a weekend again and boy free food free ice cream you got it all over there we we got it all we got it all <laughs> All before you get get into the field come on over and enjoy it so absolutely thank you we'll, we'll talk to you later on rocky thanks so much thank you Scott. 
Marika Gouda is currently booking tours. Through a guided 90-minute tour, you can go through the parlor observation area, the barn, cheese making, and delicious cheese sampling. Tour tickets for adults are just $10. Kids from the ages of 6 to 12 are $5, and children 5 and under can tour for free. When you're done seeing how it's done and sampling its results, head to the store where they sell Marika Gouda cheese and all kinds of other local food, plus assorted products from Holland. To book your tour, call 715-669-5230. Well, we don't even have to talk about that uh, 5.34 a.m. Uh, talk about a great weekend. You all know what, great, what a great weekend it was. What a beautiful Easter Sunday it was. Let's go over to Skywarn 13 and find out if some of that's going to continue. Well, good morning, Scott. And uh, some of it will continue, but not so much uh, widespread for today. At least it's warm right now. Most of us waking up to temperatures in the 40s. And as we head through the day, it's not going to warm too much. We're going to top out right around 60. But that's a lot more typical for this time of year. 80 that we uh, rose to yesterday, not normal until actually the summer. And today we're also going to need the umbrella. There will be some scattered showers around and a better chance for some rain thunder widespread will be this afternoon. So it's a good idea to have that rain gear ready. And then into tonight, more showers and breezy down to a low of 38. Tomorrow, sunshine is back and we'll be seasonable at 61. So just a gorgeous April day. And then Wednesday, we start to warm up even more close to 70. It'll still be mild on Thursday, 65 with a few more of those April showers. Friday will be dry and then we may kick off the weekend with a little bit more rain. Right now in Eau Claire, mostly cloudy and 49. I'm Skywarn 13 meteorologist Monica Ott. Monica, go and invest in some grape jelly because the Orioles are on their way, the hummingbirds are oh, on yeah. their way, everything's coming. Oh, yeah. Spring is definitely here. Thank you so much. Monica over at Skywarn 13. Let's have a look at some of the local news. The wet spring is doing nothing to end fire worries in western Wisconsin. The state's Department of Natural Resources is keeping all of western Wisconsin under a high fire danger warning. DNR reported four wildfires over the weekend. One of them was in Portage County. The state is reminding people they need to burn a burn permit for anything other than a backyard fire. Investigators in Chippewa Falls want to know how the propane tank at Chippewa Falls High School ended up on fire. Firefighters found the fire Saturday evening and were able to put out the flames. Police and fire officials said nobody was hurt. The school should be open as usual today. Fire investigators aren't saying what or who caused the fires. A medical marijuana program combined with fewer penalties for having small amounts of pot could be worth a billion dollars for the state of Wisconsin. Researchers at UW-Madison crunched the numbers and said... The state could benefit from changing the rules about marijuana. The largest benefit, the researchers say, would come from allowing people to buy marijuana as medicine. That would be worth a quarter billion dollars a year on its own. The team says you can get a billion dollar benefit by calculating those sales over the five years and then subtracting the cost of prosecuting and jailing people with small amounts of marijuana. Meanwhile, Democratic lawmakers in Wisconsin are reintroducing a bill that would fully legalize recreational marijuana in the state. Governor Tony Evers spoke about it that and called for the legalization of the drug for medicinal use as well as legalization of certain possession amounts. 
The Wisconsin Supreme Court is taking up, a, taking up an appeal in the second lawsuit challenging the state's lame duck laws. The move by the high court is considered pretty rare because they decided to take up the appeal voluntarily without any motions from the parties involved. The case argues that parts of the GOP laws violate the constitutional separation of powers between the executive and legislative branches. The laws passed by the GOP in December undermine some of the powers of Democratic Governor Tony Evers and the state attorney's general, Josh Call. As a man of the land, you ask yourself tough questions, like if my auger could talk, what might he say? And as a man of truth and wisdom, I can tell you that when called upon, your auger might say something like, Gee, it sure is a nice day to move some green there, eh? Or I'm about to shoot some green into that bin over there. And now you ask, why does my auger sound like a royal mountie? Well, that's because there's a chance you bought it from some fancy outfit in Canada. That's right, you may have unintentionally outsourced a piece of equipment that sits at the center of your operation, that transports your most precious cargo. Canada, a country that is not America. Now you know. And now, next time, you get it right. Because Sudengay Industries manufactures the world-class Ox Portable Auger right here in America's heartland, George, Iowa. Ox Portable Augers from Sudengay. There's work to do. The Ox. A construction project needs materials to get the job going. Olenex is the place to make that happen. They provide varieties of ready-mix concrete, a complete range of aggregates from their pits delivered to your home or job site, as well as excavating services and trucking and pulp hauling equipment. They'll help you get your construction project done and done right. They're well-known throughout northwestern Wisconsin, with locations in Stanley, Cornell, Ladysmith, and Medford, along with their main office in Jump River. Contact them at olynicks.com or call 715-668. 5211. 20 before 6 here at Wax 105.5. Let's continue with, continue with those morning chores. That includes, I'm going to go over to Equity Altura to hear what Mark Coger has to say, how the week ended over there. And then we'll go to Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Barn. Choice beef steers and heifers and light supply selling from a dollar to a dollar twenty high yielding choice and prime Holstein steers eighty seven to ninety and a quarter choice Holstein steers eighty to eighty seven with your heavyweight and underfinished steers and heifers selling eighty and down twenty percent of those slaughter cows here on Thursday selling from fifty three to fifty eight we topped at sixty one and a half sixty percent of cows selling from forty to fifty two with twenty percent of cows selling forty and down. Most of the slaughter bulls on Thursday night from 65 to 75. Thin, full bulls over a ton. Horn bulls and lightweight bulls all discounted. 80% of the Holstein bull calves weighing 95 pounds and up here on Thursday night from 50 to $120 per head. Your fancy beef calves selling from 125 to $300 per head with the light and poor quality calves selling below 50. Quick reminder, next special feeder sale here at the Altoona Market will be Friday, April the 26th. For more information on that sale or to consign cattle, please give us a call here at the market. That number is 715-835-3104, or you can go to our website at equitycoop.com to check out our early consignments. This is Mark Koger from Equity L2 and Auction Market. Have a great day. Thank you, Mark. And just like that, we'll go over to Jerry Fitzgerald at the Stratford Market, Stratford Equity Market, that is. Jerry, good morning. What a great Easter Sunday, huh? Well, Scott, great, uh, very good morning to you, and yeah, you can, uh, can't can summarize it any better than that. So just a beautiful weather day, and uh, 
uh, drying stuff out. Uh, I know a lot of places it's <laughs> going to be a while, but uh, one day at a time, and we'll certainly take more days like yesterday, but I know there was a story on a little bit earlier about burning, so uh, yep. uh, and I'll just... Uh, well, years ago, I used to issue fire permits and stuff like that, but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but uh, I can just say from the conditions, just don't burn, Yeah, let's, let's just wait. I, I yeah, suggest, right. Ab- you know, very good advice. So anyway, we'll get that out of the way. But I was just thinking about that when I was listening to you before because uh, there's a lot of dry stuff out there before it greens up here. But, uh, right. you know, if we had about, uh, you know, four or five more days like yesterday and some rain, uh, well... You know, I'm not saying we have to get out and, and grease the equipment yet, but it's around the corner. Yeah, some of us have some fence to uh, fix yet, so there's plenty of stuff to do. Well, yeah, well, today might be a good day. Maybe could, because uh, I know some of the young people don't have school today, talk about yeah. fixing fence. You know, you could kind of get them out there today. Pretty nice day before the rain comes. Huh? Wouldn't be bad. Wouldn't be bad. So what's going on over there at Stratford Equity, Jerry? All right, Scott, thank you, and good morning, everyone. And this will be the uh, sales schedule this week here in Stratford and in Thorpe. And, of course, the uh, a week after the Easter holiday is always a very busy marketing week. So uh, we'll get underway right away here this morning in Stratford at uh, 9.30. Uh, we'll start with market cows, also selling fat cattle this morning and bulls. We'll get to those baby calves around the 11 o'clock hour this morning here in Stratford. Tomorrow, Tuesday, market auction here in, in Stratford. However, the uh, dairy sale tomorrow is in Thorpe. Just want to take a minute to tell the folks about the dairy cow. Again, a very nice lineup of dairy cattle for that sale tomorrow, including a complete uh, complete herd dispersal. Uh, these will be Holstein cows in that herd. Uh, Twelve of these will be registered. There are going to be some red and whites and a lot of fresh cows in this herd, and they're coming from the Sheldon area. A very good components on these herd right now, 4.2 butterfat, 3.3 protein, and uh, very respectable somatic on these cows. So, again, nice herd of cows. If you folks are looking for cows, we do have a good selection of heifers also for that sale tomorrow. Uh, a lot of open heifers up to shortbreads. We also have some jerseys for you folks that are in the jersey business. So a nice uh, nice selection of uh Dairy cattle tomorrow, and we do have some farm supplies that we're also going to be selling tomorrow. That will all get underway tomorrow at uh, 11 o'clock at Horse Stables in Thorpe. And uh, moving on to Wednesday, market auction in Stratford. And as part of that market auction on Wednesday will be the feeder cattle sale. And Thursday, of course, the regular market auction uh, in Stratford also. I do want to mention uh, an event that we're very excited about. Uh, it was a, just a great success last year. Uh, coming up on May 4th. Now, this will be May 4th, 9 a.m., start with the calf viewing, but the second annual Connecting Kids with Calves event, just a great, great event. That's going to be at Horse Tables in Thorpe. Uh, we will have the calf viewing at 9 a.m. on May 4th and 11 a.m. sale. We do have a lot of nice calves, yearlings, up to yearlings for, the, for our young folks. So uh, check that out on the website, Equity Co-op. Click on the Thorpe page. But mark that on your calendars for uh, May Fourth for the uh, for the young folks and uh, just a great event. So Scott, uh, if you know some young folks that are looking for some some nice calves for projects or future milking, uh, put that on your calendar May fourth. And uh, with that, we'll turn it back to you, folks. Uh, um, hope everyone had a nice Easter holiday. Looking forward to a busy marketing week. And Scott, we'll be back here to talk to you tomorrow morning. All right, thanks, Jerry. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Stratford Equity Market. It sounds like a great calf program, connecting calves with kids. We'll be hearing from Michelle over at Tureen in a moment.
EBJ Livestock Marketing is in our area. EBJ buys calves of all sizes and breeds three days a week in the listening area. No trucking, no commissions, and your calves are paid for before they ever leave your farm. EBJ Livestock also buys and sells groups of Holstein and beef steers with HolsteinTrader.com and BeefTrader.com. The marketing team at HolsteinTrader.com reaches multi-state regions, giving them excellent buying power. So farmers, find out what your livestock are worth. Call EBJ for a competitive bid. Call them at 800-428-1429 and check them out on Facebook and at HolsteinTrader.com. 5.46 a.m. here at Wax 104.5. Morning chores rolling on with Michelle over at Tureen. Good morning, Michelle. Did you get a lot of compliments on your Easter bonnet? Yeah, no Easter bonnet. But, you know, always nice to dress up for Easter, it is. I got some compliments on mine. You did? Well, I did. I did. No, I didn't wear an Easter bonnet. But God. the big question is, do you bite the ears or butt? The bunny, yeah. the chocolate bunny. Oh, the ears. The ears first. Ears first? Okay. Well, that mm-hmm. says a lot. All right. <laughs> As a kid, I used to pick the eyes out, too. You remember those? Oh, little, good grief. Those yeah. Little... <laughs> those are super sweet. Picking the eyes out. That's right. Yeah. Sure that... Uh, Freud or Jung or somebody like that probably would have something to say about people who do that. But anyway, anyway, what's going on over there at Tureen, Michelle? All right. Thank you, Scott. Summing up the week of April 15th at Tureen Livestock Market in the slaughter market for the week, we tapped at 60 and a half. 83% of the cows were from 40 and above. Utilities were 46 to 56. Canners and cutters, 38 to 45. And the Holstein Steer Market Choice and Prime, 82 to 92. Select for 80 and down. For beef hipsters and heifers, choice and prime, 86 to 122. Select for 82 and down. In the bull market, high yielding beef types came in at 62 to 76 with the utilities at 60 and down. In the replacement calf market, good quality hosting bull calves sold from 60 to $156 per head. Lighter and lower quality calves, $25 per head and down. Hosting heifer calves were 25 cents to 85 cents per pound. Beef calves, 125 to 315 per pound. In the hog market, butcher hogs were 45 to 62, sows were 34 to 43. There was no test on the boars. Today will be our next sale. We'll start with calves at 5 p.m. If you have a question or you need trucking, give us a call at the market at 715-669-7127. And check us out on the web at tlmtharp.com. For all of us at True Livestock, your family owned an FRA market. Have a great day. And how about your Easter basket? Did you... Uh find that easily enough or how did that go for you i actually didn't have an easter basket to hide to find this year but you know that's what happens when my kids are all growing up it's kind of sad yeah but you need easter baskets forget I the need kids chocolate. <laughs> that's me too Bring now the it's time to go shopping that's now right some probably some great for... sales today no doubt right no doubt i'm gonna run over here next door to the drugstore where they have those great after after uh, holiday candy sales maybe and fill up right now good idea it is it is <laughs> all right thanks michelle we'll talk with you again sounds good take care take care of you
North Point RV invites you to Customer Appreciation Days, April 25th through the 28th. Four big days of big savings. North Point RV is northern Wisconsin's largest RV dealer of travel trailers, fifth wheels, park models, and toy haulers. Reps will be on hand, big savings, and financing available. Enjoy charcoal chicken. It's Customer Appreciation Days at North Point RV, April 25th through the 28th. Your family's summer fun starts at North Point RV on Business 53 between Eau Claire and Chippewa Falls, where the road begins. Wind chimes, pottery, hanging baskets, annuals, oasis creations, ladies apparel, decor, bare root trees, perennials, gypsum, melorganite, boom. Wait, did I just hear green oasis services? Lawn care, window cleaning, pest control, landscape, irrigation. Hold on, Wayne. You gave the garden goddess this commercial. You mean this green oasis commercial? Yeah, there's so much to taste, smell, and see at Green Oasis. Located off the Highway 53 Bypass, Melby Exit, number 92. Hi, this is Lacey at Pete's Trailer Seals in Rice Lake, Wisconsin. I've been here for 16 years, and can you believe I'm only 25? Our business has expanded over the years, and we now have over 700 trailers on our lot. From utilities and dumps to goosenecks and truck beds, we've got you covered. Stop in and pick out your trailer today. Visit us at Pete'sTrailerSales.com or give us a call at 715-234-1993. With more than 6,000 hotels across the country, a great hotel by Wyndham is closer than you think. Book direct at WyndhamHotels.com. Time to get ready for spring, and we're going to do that by talking to one of our experts in the field, and that's Nick Schimmick, who works with Pioneer. Nick is a field agronomist serving northeast Wisconsin. And, Nick, as we uh, look at what happened last fall and what we've got this spring out there as far as lots of flooding, lots of runoff, how concerned are you about uh, keeping nutrients like nitrogen uh, in those fields, in those soils, and maybe some of the uh, things we might have to do to, to make sure we've got enough out there. You bet, Bob. One of the, one of the biggest things that happened last fall is that was that wet fall that delayed some fall applications, pushed some more, pushed some more of those nitrogen applications into the spring. And so, like you're saying, this, this wet conditions, we're concerned whether or not that nitrogen is going to stay there and, and how stable that's actually going to be. So with that, there's been some questions on nitrogen stabilizers, which can be used to help keep that nitrogen um, in the form that's needed and without being leached away or even volatizing away. So when I'm referring to nitrogen stabilizers, though, we want to make sure that we're using the, the correct product. So there's two things we want to look at. One is the correct product, and the second is the timing of the application that, that you're planning on doing. So when we're looking at talking about nitrogen stabilizers and the correct pro- uh, product, there's a couple different kinds that we're looking at. One is the nitrification inhibitor. So that is, when we're, we're talking about that, that's keeping the ammonium form of that nitrogen in its, in its ammonium form longer before being com- that bacteria can convert it into um, the nitrate form, which then can be more easily leached or denitrified. And the other kind of nitrogen, or the other kind of nitrogen stabilizer we're referring to is a, what's called a urease inhibitor. And so that works by trying to protect that urea molecule from breaking down into uh, ammonia, which can be, then be lost through volatilization. So when you want to look at what correct product you use, you want to really look at what nitrogen form you're putting on. You have more nitrogen in that ammonium form that you want to protect, or you're going to have some more in that urea molecule form that you want to protect. And then secondly is that timing. So whenever you're going to be putting on putting on your nitrogen. Like I said, last fall we didn't really get, get to put as much on as we maybe had hoped, where a nitrogen stabilizer can be more, or a nitrogenification inhibitor can be more effective in that fall timing. So if we're looking at using a nitrification inhibitor this spring, 
some things that might be most beneficial will be looking at areas that you're more wet and waterlogged, areas that you're more prone to um, leaching and denitrification. So, however, if we can't get all that uh, all that nitrogen on this uh, spring, we're going to be pushing some more of that in season. We might be coming in with a side dress application of a top dress or of coming in with urea broadcast on the surface or a liquid solution of UAN. And with that, that would be really important to look at a urease inhibitor, especially if you're putting out more nitrogen. It's going to be a little bit delayed with putting on some dry product or putting on some dry some dry conditions. And so that urease inhibitor can help protect that urea molecule until it can really get worked in and incorporated through some rains that are coming on later on in the season. So we do have options out there with this questionable weather this spring. Yes, you bet. Yep, especially if we're going to be putting some pushing some more of the nitrogen on in season. Um, using a nitrogen stabilizer can help, help control some of that um, variability that we might see. Very good. Thanks, Nick. Nick Schimmick with us, field agronomist with Pioneer, serving northeast Wisconsin, using nitrogen stabilizers and uh, how to handle it in the conditions we're facing following last fall and this spring. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise, who's there even when times are hardest, whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil, who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. Joe's Refrigeration of Withy Customer Appreciation Day is on Thursday, April 25th and Friday the 26th until 4 p.m. A robot will be on display along with your chance to enjoy many in-store specials. 10% off all rubber goods, cash only. Lunch served both days. Stop by for Joe's Refrigeration of Withy's Customer Appreciation Days, Thursday, April 25th and Friday, April 26th from 9 until 4. Want more details? Give them a call. 715 229 Three, two, one. Starting to head toward the milk house here at Wax 104.5 with those morning chores. Let's have a look at the markets, though. The grain markets, the futures for corn. July is at 365, down two oats for July, 278 steady. July soybeans at 893 is down one. July soybean meal at $306.90 a ton is up 10 cents. July wheat is at 444 down four. The country elevator prices, Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo, all are at $3.05 on corn. And also on the corn side, Elk Mound is at $3.12, Sparta's at $3.05, Ellsworth at $2.97, the ethanol plants, Boyceville's at $3.30, Stanley at $3.23, and New Richmond at $3.21. On the soybean side, Baldwin, Duran, Mondovi, Elmwood, Fall Creek, and Osseo all are at 789. Elk Mound is at 802. Sparta at 791. And Ellsworth at 789. And on this Earth Day, I'll leave you with the words of Gaylord Nelson, the guy from Clear Lake who is credited with founding Earth Day back in 1970. He said, The wealth of the nation is in its air, water, soil, forest, minerals, rivers, lakes, oceans, scenic beauty, wildlife habitats, and biodiversity. That's all there is. That's the whole economy. That's where the economic economic activity and jobs come from. These biological systems are the sustaining wealth of the world. Again, that's Gaylord Nelson, former U.S. Senator from Clear Lake, who is the founder of Earth Day. We'll see you tomorrow, folks.
Let's get something off your bucket list this July. That's a trip to Alaska. Hi, I'm Bob Bosold. Come on along with me on an agricultural cruise and land tour of Alaska, July 23rd through August 4th. We'll visit Denali National Park, travel the White Pass and Yukon Railroad, enjoy a three-night Holland America cruise up the Inside Passage. We'll also dredge for gold. We'll go to Wasilla, home of the Iditarod Dog Race. We'll go face-to-face with glaciers. We'll also visit agricultural areas a muskox farms, farms in the Delta Junction and Matanuska Valley area. Lots to do and see July 23rd through August 4th as we travel to Alaska. Plan to join us. All airfare and hotels are included in your price. Find out more. Get a free brochure. Call Holiday Vacations 1-800-826-2266. 1-800-826-2266. Come on along with us on a farm tour to Alaska July 23rd through August 4th. Thinking about a new side-by-side utility vehicle? Then it's time to get smart. And the smartest side-by-sides on the planet wear one name, Honda. Take their family of Pioneer 1000 side-by-sides. These great vehicles got it right the first time in terms of comfort, handling, hauling, and user-friendly features. Available in both three- and five-seat versions, in addition to their innovative features, from their flagship Pioneer 1005 limited edition right through the Honda line to the Pioneer 1000. You can count on a Honda year-after-year, mile-after-mile, adventure-after-adventure. See for your at Northwest Honda Rice Lake. Every Pioneer 1000 sports a best-in-class 999cc engine. Plus, with a Pioneer 1005, Honda's exclusive quick-flip seats can go from a three-seater to a five-seater in seconds. No matter what your family's into, hunting, fishing, trail riding, you can do it all and more. And for 2019, the Honda Pioneer 1000 lineup is bigger and better than ever. Why not see them all at Northwest Honda on Main Street, Rice Lake? For your safety, read the owner's manual, wear a helmet and eye protection, always wear your seatbelt, and keep the side nets and doors closed. Pioneer are for drivers 16 years and older. Premier Livestock will be having a special feeder cattle and bred beef auction on April 23rd at 11 a.m., expecting 600 to 800 head. In April 24th at 11 a.m., a top 140 cow Holstein herd parlor freestall. 60 top Holstein cows tie stall both herds. Many top cows 90 to 135 pounds. Excellent quality. Plus, there's free pie and ice cream. There's also a special monthly dairy heifer auction on April 26th at 11 a.m. Plus, it's their customer appreciation day. They're serving a free chicken and barbecue dinner. Over 600 heifers are expected at the auction, selling breads and opens, featuring consignment, complete retirement herd dispersal, 75 extremely high-quality Holstein dairy cows with some fancy springing heifers. The herd averages over 90 pounds. 